Welcome back after our long hiatus. <laughs> What's a hiatus? I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> You've reached Poor the friends. underappreciated movie podcast. <laughs> Please leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> We're four friends. At podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I forgot I was next. <laughs> yeah, we've done, haven't done this recently. I'm, I'm Tony. Carly. We've had some life issues that have gotten in the way of recording. We know this is late. We're going to put it up immediately after recording this. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I remembered not to take a drink right before I'm supposed to say science fiction. Oh, look at you. Ooh, I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick. On the podcast. Is Tony's pick. Me. I <laughs> 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 selected Carly. She's M. Like, Night Shyamalan's. Shyamalan, Ling Dong. 2021's old. <laughs> let's see, the movies, let's see, IMDb gave it a 5.8, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 50% critic. And 53% audience score. So hmm. three more people thought it was better than all the critics. <laughs> That's right in the middle, though. The budget, budget was $18 million and the box office it made $90 million. $18 million. Cheap? How did they... Well, I'm still wondering what they spent $18 million on. Well, I guess... They had to rent that beach. <laughs> <laughs> you have to rent the beach Fabricate that there. coral. I don't know. You have to make sure that nobody else is on the beach. You have to block off the beach. Yes. <laughs> it's very expensive. I mean, hotel, although you said it was during COVID. All so these actors probably were... Probably wasn't hard to get an empty it's, hotel. It's not <laughs> like they were big name actors either. At least not no. in the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, written by M. Night Shyamalama. Shyamalama Ding Dong. He uh, is a welcome back to the podcast because he did uh, sh- uh, Signs, mm-hmm. not Shines. Signs, Signs Everywhere is Signs. No, the Shine was something else. Yeah. That was in Dr. Sweet. So mm-hmm. that was the Steam. Movie is based on a graphic novel called Sandcastle by no, Pierre Oscar Levey. Also directed mm-hmm. by M. Night Shalamalama. Shalamalama ding dong. It's starring Gail. 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 I believe it is Gail. Garcia. Never see how I met your mother? It's Gail. Mm. Girl? Gail. Gail. He's gay. Or a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I in, had seen him before. He was in Zorro. Did throw him from the train? Uh, I recognized his name. Uh, Vicky Creeps. Creeps. Uh, K-R-I-E-P-S. She's from Luxembourg, so yeah. who knows? Creeps. I do like Creeps. She was in Frida and Das Boot. Das Boot. She plays Priska. I've never seen Das Boot. I have not seen it either. I haven't either. I've heard of the... Das Boot, you know, cultural... Type of shoe. Thing, yeah. (laughs) A shoe. (laughs) Rufus Sewell plays Charles. He's a welcome back to the podcast from Knight's Tale. Yes. In Dark City. I saw him, I was like, ooh, it's Rufus. (laughs) And that's the truth. Rufus. Alex Wolf. No, that was um, R. Kelly in the closet video. Little saga. I think it's like eighteen hours long. You ever watch that? Jesus. No. I watched that once no. from the beginning to end, and it took forever. It's quite entertaining, <laughs> but it sucks you in. Eighteen hours? Yeah. Yes. It better sucks off. Just when you're like, okay, it's time to turn this off, something happens. And then, oh. then Rufus and the midget show up, and all of a sudden, it's somebody else's wife. You're like, well, where's this going? <laughs> wow. It's an experience. I and mean, if you have a couple days to kill, <laughs> I've never seen Das Boot. 
But I've seen Trap in the Closet. <laughs> uh, Alex Wolf is in this. He's also welcome back to the podcast yep. from Jumanji 1 and 2. Yep. Or two the and, 2 and two 3. 3, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And he was in Hereditary, which I've never watched. And Beth David. He's having a hard time with names today. Well, it's David TZ. So, David. I would say David's. Okay. Or it's David's. David's. Anyway, she's welcome back to the podcast from 13 Ghosts. She was also in Anya Dark. Who does she play? She is the um, the old oldest version of um, Maddox. Oh. When they're when they forty yes. or whatever. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so right. what did you think going in, Elaine? I thought that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I've never heard of this movie. Really? I wonder if it's any good. I was completely cold. I didn't even know it was wow. a Shalamalama Ding Dongs movie. <laughs> Dang. Completely cold. That's cool. That's, that's how we like I it. I want to do more of his movies just so you guys keep going Shalamalama Ding Dong. He has another one coming out that I want to see. Did you see Knock at the Cabin of the Woods or blah, 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 blah? <laughs> I don't know what the hell it's called because the book is Cabin at the End of the Woods, but when they made it into a movie, it's Knock at the Cabin of the Woods or something with a... Uh, God damn it. The wrestler. Um, the Rock? No. John Batista. Cena? No. Kane. Batista. Yeah, Batista. Hmm. I haven't seen it. It's uh, the, the two guys with the girl, little girl, go to the cabin. Two guys and a girl. They don't say. And a pizza place? <laughs> no, it's, they're two. Uh, dads. My two dads. They're a couple. And they yep. have an adopted daughter. And My she's two dads. Out, she's out um, playing in the woods. And Batista walks up to her and she talks to him. And apparently they're coming. They have to kill them or something for the save the world or something. I don't know. Oh. Looks really fucked up. But Interesting. I'm not sure how long did it. Well, we love Batista. Why is Gamora? He's just a really good actor. Is he? Maybe. I don't know. Half the stuff he's in, he played. They you cast him as just watched dude. what? Kickboxer again? He was so fucking good. Kickboxer 3. No, Kickboxer 1. The, the, one the, the remake the that remake. we did oh, for the, the podcast. Remake. That was good. Yeah. That was good. That was good. He was and great. Then, in that. He got his catapetated. Recently, he watched the Kickboxer remake. And then, randomly, I came home and he was watching Blade 3. Ooh. Wonder well, why. <laughs> prepping it for the podcast. It's to say Halloween. Halloween's coming. I need a movie for the podcast. I don't think your pick's going to be in the month of October. We're very behind. I know. It's all right. He'll be the one that ends up on Halloween, I think, now. Yeah, they, the it may be Blade Halloween. Trinity. Is it supposed to be Tony? I may need to get Will to come out. <gasps> but Sorry, Lane. What did you think? She was completely <laughs> cold. I was completely cold. I wanted okay. cold. Carly, we didn't get past that yet? I was not as cold as Elaine because I live with you. So. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Wait, but she lives with it. you? It's apparently. Warm. I had heard of it. I knew it was a Shalama Lama. And I knew that there was a beach where people got old. Use this full name. Shalama Lama. <laughs> oh, man. So she was more lukewarm. Yeah. Tepid water over there. I, oh, is it my turn? Yes. Yep. I had been like, oh, I heard of this. I don't want to see. <laughs> I that. heard of this. I, I had no interest in seeing it. I'm like, that sounds know, fucking boring. <laughs> I never know with his movies how I'm going to react to them because yeah. I thought the village was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was not a comedy, so therefore but no, the, but I thought it was a comedy. I thought the happening was hilarious. I thought about doing it a couple of but times. Signs but was so not bad. funny. You know, no, like, I thought the green room was hilarious. Was creepy. Did he do the green? No, no, I just thought the movie was funny. Okay, Did I you was going to say no. The only other M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie that I've seen is The Sixth Sense. You didn't see Unbreakable? No. Oh. 
That's never really seen good. That. You never saw Unbreakable or Split? You watched it while I've been in the house, but I've never and watched it. And you saw no. Split because you, you were in the room when I watched that. I didn't really pay, I paid zero attention but to But I've Split. still never seen the last one. <laughs> I heard it was bad. I haven't seen them. Like, I was like, Split was good. Yeah. I think I sat down. And like, oh, yeah, they're going to call me. They're going to bring me together. I'm like, oh, cool. What movie never seen it. And he told me. And I said, is he supposed to be crazy? And then he explained, like, you know, what had happened in the last two minutes. And I was like, oh. And then I read a book and didn't pay any extra attention. She does that a lot. But no, I've never, I've only seen, this is only the third of his movies I've ever seen. Hmm. I think you had me watch Unbreakable. You probably have. It's that was really the best slow. one. It's really slow, but. but that was the best one. No, his best movie is The Sixth Sense. I like Signs. I don't know if it's his really? best one. But I really like I Signs. feel like a lot, one of the problems I have with him is rewatchability. Is yeah, yeah, you don't learn yeah. low. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, it has a really good like turn or suspense, yeah. or whatever. And then once you know, watched, you know, it's like, man. Well, I, I could have just watched the last 10 minutes and been perfectly fine with this movie. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not like Harley Davidson and the Marble Man. It's like to get I don't think the intricate plot. I don't yeah. think the ending of this movie be dead, ruins cool, the movie. Alive, uncool. Like, you know, when you find out that Bruce Willis, spoilers, Bruce Willis was a ghost all the time. <laughs> um, 1999 It does change how you rewatch it, but I don't think the ending now of you're this looking for changes anything about this. No. no, it doesn't. I would actually be more interested in watching this movie from the the other side i want to be now that you know yeah i'd rather watch the scientists watching them oh. that'd be more entertaining for me i have thoughts about that but i'll get them. <laughs> all right well universal logo encircles the earth uh-huh and then it opens we follow a family being shuttled to a resort mom dad um brother sister uh the father is guy the mom is Priska. The daughter is Maddox, and Trent is the boy. Trent is eight, and Maddox is six, I believe. No, no, the girl's older. Oh, okay, so Maddox, Maddox is eight, eight and, and Trent, Trent is, is six. six. Okay. They complain about the rides taking too long. Mom says, "Stop and enjoy the moment." They go by fast. Meanwhile, she is checking work emails. They pull up to a large. Uh, they pull up, and a large staff is ready to show them around. Priest and Guy are welcome with cocktails chosen from their extensive survey questionnaires they filled out before arriving. Trent and Maddox are led to a drink and candy station where they meet, I'm not going to say this guy's name right, Id- Idlib? Christina. Yeah. <laughs> the little kid? The little kid. I think it's Idlib. But I-D-L-I-B. His uncle mm-hmm. runs the whole resort and they become friends. Family shown to their suite. It's very nice. Guy says a uh, pharmaceutical company owns this place. Um, he hears about them at work. And Priska drifts off, uh, looks out, the w- looking out the window, drifts off, rubbing her temple. I think I would say Idib. 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 I don't know, man. They all go or to Edib. <laughs> they all go to the beach. It's pretty full. Idib. And Trent go around asking people what's their name and what do they do for their job. It says he has no friends, and any ones that he meets, they all leave. But Trent says, no, you've got a friend, me. That night, Guy and Prisca have a big fight. They are recently uh, decided they're going to get a divorce, but wanted one last vacation together with the kids. Uh, Prisca also seems she has uh, some kind of medical condition. 
we're not privy to yet. And I got the impression Trent that also has something. He's um he's like autistic or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's got some neurodiversity situation. Mm-hmm. But um, I also got the impression that maybe once they found out Prisco was sick, Guy thought maybe we don't split up because it's probably going to be too much at one time. Maybe we try to at least stay together while you're seeking treatment and going through all this stuff. And she's like, no, this doesn't change anything. We were going to get separated before. We're still going to get separated now. Well, they have a big big fight. Guy says, look, you work in a museum and all you do is think about the past. And she says, well, you are a... Was he a... Not a statistician, but he's an actuary. Actuary, and all you do is think about the future. So they get in a big <clears throat> fight. Trent, Trent, and Maddox are in the other room, hearing this and hugging. Um, and I was like, "Oh, let's take one last vacation while we can scream in our, at each other, and our kids can listen yeah. to it through these people." Well, and walls. Maddox tries to distract Trent. <laughs> Trent and, and it <laughs> and his it did, friend. It did. <laughs> and his friend are uh, into ciphers. They make little codes for each other and then try to figure them out so she pulls out she tells him to pull out his one that he did made for him and they go through it and he solves it next morning we see it's a different beach a blonde goes skinny dipping in the ocean as her boyfriend or friend sits on the beach watching because she was skinny dipping at the resort the family's trying to decide what to do uh the resort manager comes up suggests he a private island that he knows about surrounded by rocks um, very secluded, and he only allows he only tells certain guests about. He'll even set up the whole uh, van and everything to take you, and they're all pretty excited. But Idib's worried, and uh, this uh, worried by this Trent uh, goat. Um, right, okay. Words are hard. <laughs> Something's in my eyes. <laughs> it's your finger. No, it's in my eye. Do you need to pause this so that I no. can get you some con- some saline to flush it? Nah, I'll, I'll be a pirate. All right. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you ready? Um, All righty then. <laughs> anyway, the manager's shoes... Harder adult juice than I am. <laughs> the manager's shoes... Don't, don't dip your toe when you jump yeah. in. He doesn't want them to hang... He doesn't want him to hang out with those kids. Um, on the other side of the restaurant, a lady collapses into a seizure. Her name's Patricia. Jaren is with her. He's a nurse. Um, and they, her husband. And mm-hmm. he, he tries to make her comfortable. Charles runs over. He's a doctor. That's um, Rufus. He's, he's the one from Knight's Tale. Um, they really can't do anything for her. Except weighed? Just, you have been measured. Wait for the normal. seizure to be over. Seizure she be has over. epilepsy. Yeah, so they just kind of move all the forks and knives away from her and tell everybody she's going to be fine. So the van <clears throat> comes, picks up Guy, Prisca, Maddox, Trent, um, but then Charles and his wife and his dog... His daughter and his mother and his mother and her dog get in too. Um, and the driver is M. Night Shyamalan, and he drives them. Drops I noticed them. that's not his name, it's Shalana Lemonade. <laughs> I'm sorry, he drops them off with a ton of food, says he'll be back around five. A ton of food, yeah. And they mentioned, because Hey, why is there so much lot. food? He's like, Oh, you have a bunch of kids, they get hungry. There's three, <laughs> yeah. yes, well, but. There's I five mean, adults and three children and a dog. And this is enough food for a month. These are two giant picnic baskets. Apparently it's enough food for, you know, a 15 lifetime. years. So they walk through this cave, and on the other side it's a secluded beach, just like you said, with sheer cliffs all around. 
they all set up and start enjoying themselves. Maddox knows a man sitting all by himself over on the other side of the rocks. <clears throat> she recognizes him as mid-sized s- sedan. That's mm-hmm. the dumbest rap name I've ever heard. I thought I mean, it was funny, ones. though. <laughs> I also thought it was funny. I was like, this that is the best parody rap name ever. I think it was Tropical Thunder. This is the best parody rap name ever. It's a weird... Because they don't walk through a cave. They walk through, like, a crack in yeah, the Yeah, it's like a ravine. Yeah. Really, and it's like... It's like in the Princess Bride, the, the cliffs of insanity, yeah. <laughs> and like there, there's cliffs, and then there's like I don't know, fifty feet of beach and, of sand, and then there's the water, and he's just like sitting up against the yeah the rock, and face. there's some caverns too in the rock face. <laughs> that reminds you, know they're remaking the Neverending Story. Yeah. I mean, it's, why? It's forty years old, I guess. Why? Why not? Just ring some money. No, no. You don't mess with perfection. You don't have to watch it. I'm not gonna. Don't worry. But it's They're not probably for not you. doing it for you. <laughs> the first one was. Also, it's never ending. They're so doing they it do for another. the next generation. Yeah. Right. Oh, how many generations later? How many times has that worked out positively? What remakes? Well, yeah. the thing. I'll wait. Give me one. One. Fright Night. Mm. I don't think so. I don't but think. we all liked it. Happening. 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 But I think it, the point Imogen poops. some of yeah. these remakes, like Elaine said, they're not for like with the Star Wars ones. They were like they made the three the the three prequels the or whatever. And a lot of the OG fans hated it. And it's like they're not for you. You yeah, had but yours. people who this were is for kids, the next generation and it did work. People who were kids <laughs> trying the prequels like those better. You like those better. I do like the prequels. So, so, they're the only I'm ones that they saying, actually got together was like, we're gonna make three movies. Let's make it make sense. When you say when does it ever work, it very often works, just not for the generation that had the original and is pissed. <laughs> it very often works for the new generation. You know what? <laughs> I can name one that works. A star is born. They did it like four times. Yes, matter. and every time it's highly celebrated. <laughs> People love the Streisand version. People love the Judy Garland version. This version that we watched with uh, Lady Gaga was fantastic. That was a great movie. It works. And all we hear is Radio Gaga. Radio Guru. That's where she got her name from. I know. I'm not even. <laughs> really, am I with, that's the song you picked to get your name from? Okay. Well, if you're a big Queen fan. I'm a big Queen fan. I wouldn't go with that. What would you change? If you were going to take Prince a name. the universe. Okay. <laughs> you know which one I would go with? Bicycle. Flash. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's America. He's America. <laughs> he's America. King of the impossible. You See, say, that's say a movie they could remake and probably do a really good job with. Oh, probably. probably. It would be I don't so think that was much better. Be <laughs> but that wasn't good at the time. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm going to spoil it right now. My next pick is a never-ending story. So we can watch it, and then we can talk about how much we think a remake would be better or worse. Deal. <laughs> so I've never read the book, so I don't know. I don't know if it's accurate. Who knows? Turn around. Sorry. I would meant to read it, but I did not. So they all hang out on the island. Yep. I mean, on the beach. Yep. And Maddox, Trent, and Kara find a bunch of rusted silverware and Kara other trash. Is Robert's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, little daughter. And his situation, he's a doctor. Uh-huh. And his wife looks like she is just a rich doctor's wife. Or like an Instagram model or something. something. She's very preoccupied with her looks. Yeah. Right. And that's her job is to be pretty. She, she also has a calcium deficiency. Yes. yes. Which I thought was made up until later. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. 
then it makes and sense. And then they have a daughter who's younger than Trent. Yeah, she's like five or something. I think she's six. And then no, because he's six. And she's, she can't be six too. I, I no, really I got the she impression like she was maybe. younger. Like I was thinking, maybe she was like four. Mm. Well, she's she little. seemed little. Um, and age, then yeah. his mother is just an older lady with a little like Yorkie dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, they're looking. They find rusted silver and a bunch of other trash that's washed up on this one corner of the beach. Um, Maddox is. They're playing, and he n- notices that he's playing in the water. He notices there's no fish. And uh, while he's doing that, a dead body floats up to him, and he freaks out like he would. It's the skinny dipper from um, earlier. They don't say how, she's not in the IMDb, the little kid Kara. But uh, it's but the it says we have Trent aged eleven and Kara aged eleven, uh, so they must be the same age. I guess so. so I guess I just happen to be right. But they don't have her in the IMDb. They have Trent aged six and Max uh, aged eight, but they don't have Kara aged child. <laughs> I appreciate it. I just remember them saying that she was six. I'm just uh, well, something. When you pay attention to the movies that are on your phone, catch these things. I wasn't on my phone when I watched this. I was not talking about you. Anyways, you're thanks. being a bit cunty. <laughs> the thing about that I noticed about this movie, Twatapotamus, is these characters are very much stereotypes. Yep. So. Yes. There's no, there's not a lot of depth to the character. Yeah. He yeah. cares about statistics. She cares about what's going, like yeah. living in the moment. Yeah. She cares about beauty. He cares about appearances. She. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to spend a lot of time on no. backstory. He's like, here's a bunch of tropes. Let's get going. Yeah. It's very, it's very like what a, stereoty- no, a lot of character stereotypical psychiatrist like would be like. What a stereotypical yeah. nurse would be like. You get one scene and that's it. Yeah. Moving on. Well, Prisca pulls the kids away as a uh, guy and Charles kind of look her over. Um, Sedan comes over and blood is pouring out of both of his nostrils. Although I will say, mid-sized sedan, not a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> the least stereotypey out of all of them, I think. Yeah. Well, what, was not, what was not so typical about him? Well, when you see the dude and they're like, that's... A rapper that mm-hmm. I've seen on TikTok I or mean, whatever, he and have... then later he talks about, "Oh, my dad was a dentist and my mom was." A... <laughs> that's actually a lot of rappers. Yes, uh, but that's but, not the but that's stereotype, not the stereotype. Of what you... they're going to. He also talk, wasn't like, wearing any like ice, like. <laughs> and he didn't have a fancy grill. Well, because that's one of those things about rappers is they have this persona well, that they're really, you know, come yeah. from whatever. But they're but all from think... yeah, they're all from like middle class. You would think the way this movie was shot with every other character that he would have been the stereotype. (laughs) That that's actually where rappers come from is this middle area. They're they're like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Well, no, Taylor Swift was rich. Yeah, and her dad owned radio stations. Yeah, owned radio stations. Like, how did she make it big? She's so talented. Yeah, well. um, (laughs) She's talented. I didn't say she wasn't talented, but there's a thousand girls just as talented as her. Uh Uh-huh. And she just happened to have a rich daddy. Yep, good for her. Well, they try to question no. Sedan, but he refuses to answer anything. He's like, I'm not answering shit you, to you people. Who are you? Really? You just got here. You don't know that this speech is weird. I got to say, <laughs> I was on his side at that point. Yeah. <laughs> well, well the, the kids keep complaining that they're starving. So, and Agnes says, the, the Charles's mother says that her chest is starting to hurt. Trent says, uh, his bathing suit is starting to hurt too. And Guy... Tries to talk to Sedan. Sedan says, look, I didn't do nothing wrong. and I'm going to wait for the police or whatever, but I'm not talking to you. Charles says he doesn't have any reception. Because, of course, 
just in just as Jaron and Patricia walk down. They've just been dropped off. Charles believes that Sedan has had something to do with this girl's death. Crystal Crystal calls for Charles. His mother is is now uh, having trouble breathing. Jaron tries to go back through the um, crevice or whatever the to get the car thing. He's like, "We just got dropped off. I'll go grab the guy." But he passes out and stumbles back onto the beach, holding his head. Agnes says that she's okay now. Charles just needs to take care of the others. Uh, Prisca tries to get Charles to look at Trent. Because he keeps saying his bathing suit hurts. So she looks at him, and he does not... He's clearly... He does not look the same. (laughs) Clearly something has gone awry. And so she wants the doctor to look at the kids. And I thought, this, this is the thing about this movie... They don't look at the kids enough. <laughs> you brought your kids to the beach, and I know shit's going on on the beach, but these parents are not watching the kids. <laughs> and one ends up pregnant. <laughs> but I, mean, I wouldn't mean, watch my six-year-old this, either. This <laughs> getting older thing is not as apparent with the adults, but it is very obvious with the kids. And if they looked at the kids more often... Yeah. But then you wouldn't have the movie. You know I, mean? I know. They That's, need the movie to happen. I mean, but the were, movie would happen either way. In, they can't get off the beach. No, <laughs> in fairness, they were distracted by a corpse. It's, it's one of those problems where you the, the writer's trying to make it a surprise, but we're like, dude, we all know what's happening. Yeah. Like, we saw the trailer or... We get what's going on from what's going on already. The movie's not... called Old. We see that the kid looks older. <laughs> it's also the movie's We figured it old. out. <laughs> we call it's that a cloak. Weird Beach. Yeah. <laughs> it should be called Weird Beach. That'd be better than yeah. it. So, um, anyway, Trent's uh, voice is getting deeper and his clothes are not fitting. Agnes stops breathing. He's like, hey, Mom, I don't feel right. Charles, <laughs> Charles runs over and begins CPR, but it does not help. She's gone. Jaron and Patricia sit with Maddox and Trent. They talk for a bit, and Jaron says, Wait, hold on, let me guess how old you are, because I'm really good at this. And he says, Trent, you're 11, and Maddox, you're 14, or something like that. And he's like, no, I'm 6. What are you talking about? <clears throat> Jaron gets mad, because he's like, look, this, they're fucking with us. Are you us. messing with me? This isn't you're funny. not 6. They're just yes. kids being stupid. He is 6. Prisco walks up looking for Trent and Maddox. This part bothers me a little bit, too. A little bit, but Trent... Or Prent, Prisco walks up looking for Trent and Maddox and doesn't and sees uh, Jaron and talks to them and starts to walk away. Who the fuck did you think these yeah, people? Yeah, <laughs> like you didn't see other kids arrive. Yeah, They're, these are still very obviously your children. They're just yeah. older. They're in the same clothes. They have the same features. <laughs> yeah. You recognize your own child. Though. Yeah, if you're especially if you're looking for someone, you scan everybody. You don't go, well, there's two people that can't possibly, you know. Where did these kids come from? Whose kids are these? I didn't see you arrive with kids. Yeah. But either Is way, somebody else here? Can we get a car? How do they get two minutes into one? I mean, these are yeah. questions we may not ever have answers to. Either way, she takes a second and realizes it's her kids now older, five years older, whatever, six years older, and they they hug her. She starts to freak out. Guy runs As up. You would. And is stunned also. And they, uh, Maddox hugs him, and he's like, what the fuck? And they're all shocked. So then gets spooked and runs for the caverns. <clears throat> but he also gets vertigo, and uh, Charles goes after him. He also gets vertigo. They stumble back out of the cave with holding their heads. They can't go through the caves that way. And he says shit. But they have to leave something. He actually says shit. Yeah. And now they know what have to cover their ass. Okay. So Trent sees something... In the distance, on top of the rocks, like a glimmer, 
and he points it out, and no one's like, okay, well, we don't know what that is. It's in my Shyamalan ding dong. <laughs> and they're looking around. Each of them has a plan to go. I first thought, aliens. And then my hair got really weird. <laughs> <laughs> aliens. They each are trying to come up with a different way to get out of this island. Um, Charles has... Charles... Can you wake up the snoring dog next to you? <laughs> no. Charles is having some uh, mental dissonance or something. He keeps kind like of coming in and out. Yes. He yeah. clearly has... This is where you think, like... I haven't realized that they're all sick in some way yet. Right. But he clearly, it looks like he's was on vacation because maybe he had to take a leave of absence because he's starting to have dementia. Or had a mental breakdown or something. I was thinking yeah. dementia. <laughs> well, he pulls a knife and slashes Sedan's face. Sedan is obviously pissed uh, and pulls away and uh, covers his face. And then Jaron goes to look at it because he's a nurse and it, uh, it's already healed. Instantly. Sedan explains that he's this sick. Confused. And my first thought would be, I'm fucking Wolverine! <laughs> <laughs> Sedan explains that he's sick like like this skinny dipping friend of his. Because yeah. they've they been like, met. why won't your nose stop bleeding? Yeah. And he's like, I met this girl at the hotel. We both have the same rare disease. She had MS. Yeah, they have different yeah, diseases. But they were both here because they were on this vacation because they're sick and they're musicians. And they decided to spend time together. He has some blot, clotting disease, yeah. and she had MS. But that's why his nose won't stop bleeding, because his blood isn't clotting. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so this speech, like, pushes your disease to the forefront, maybe? Like... <laughs> Again, Cause we old don't know. is a bad title. I'm speculating, yeah. you know, like... He's got the Klein disease. His nose won't stop bleeding. Yeah. She was diagnosed with MS. She went swimming. She died. Yeah. <laughs> he maybe has some psychotic issues, and he's starting yeah. to break. <laughs> See, and I didn't think that it made it pushed it to the forefront. I was just bullshit gets worse when you get older. And, and she obviously died because she swam too far, and then she passed out, and then drowned. <laughs> we know that now. <laughs> but, like, once the tumor grew, which I know you haven't gotten to yet. I oh, was spoilers! for that chick with epilepsy to start having a lot of seizures. <laughs> well, they talk about that, Dan. I know they do, but that's just how I was during the movie. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is you're waiting for that. You're like, why? Yeah. And then that's... You think they fucked it up, but then at the end, they, you're like, okay, I'll give you that. Well, now you know why they're there. <laughs> well, Charles, <clears throat> for whatever reason, they let they go ahead and let Charles look at the kids, and he does. And by his account, they're just, they're all older. And also the dog dies. <laughs> mm -hmm. So Maddox and Sedan talk. He explains that he has some kind of blood, cop, blood clot problem. Um, he says, and Maddox says, yeah... Also, her thoughts, she's finding that her thoughts are more vibrant, and she did, she notices more colors now, but there's uh, more, her mind's more quiet. So I read the trivia, and I was reading through, like, I was reading through the trivia and through the lines, and I knew that someone got pregnant at some point, mm -hmm. and I thought that he had sex with her. I thought uh, something might happen between them I two. thought they were, were going to have sex. Yeah. I was worried about that. I was Those like, are not the two people that had sex. No. no. But I had, at that by that point, I had read through some of the stuff, and I'm like, he's going to have sex with her, and she's going to have a baby? <laughs> but that is not what happened. Yeah. <laughs> what happened was way worse. <laughs> well, Patricia is a psychologist. Or counselor or something kind. like that. Yeah, and she wants to get everybody together and talk about everything that's going on and vote on what they're going to do. 
um, Charles and Crystal talk for a bit, um, and she's basically saying, look, Charles is here. We're taking a vacation. He's got some kind of sickness and stuff. And Charles is like, shut the fuck up. Don't tell people my business. Yeah. And... Because this is when they start to realize there's somebody in every couple is ill in some way, at least one of them. So obviously Patricia has epilepsy. Prisca has whatever. We don't know yet, but it's a tumor. And then... uh, It's benign. Yeah. Which is... Crystal has the calcium problem. Her husband has some psychotic issues. I'm I'm still thinking it's probably Alzheimer's or dementia because a lot of times they can get violent. Mm -hmm. That's true. Because usually with... He have, he's having something wrong with his well, brain. <laughs> my, my personal experience with like schizophrenia is you have a break and then you just are. Mm-hmm. But whereas like Alzheimer's and dementia, a lot of those patients are violent because they, they forget. They don't know what's happening. My, gram- my grandmother they, had it was really violent. That's towards certain parts because she doesn't know. And then the person taking care of her gets mad because they have to keep explaining to them. And, you know... Every everybody being nice about everything is fine, but you do you deal with it for like a year and you start to get frustrated. And they sense that you're frustrated, but they can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it just ends up being a bad scene for everybody. But now it's it's very it's kind of gauche to in writing and stuff. You can't really tell. You know, you're not really supposed to tell what characters have anymore. Yeah. You can just hint like, that there's yeah. an issue, but, but you, you can't, can't say, oh, he's out. schizophrenic, because then everybody goes, oh, all schizophrenic. I didn't think he was schizophrenic. What, you know, whatever, I'm just saying. Overworked, that's a, overtired, that's a, that's a, that's a and losing his mind person somehow. Be that character. Yeah, you, they, yeah. Don't the want you to, they don't want you to come right out and say what their yeah. mental illness yeah. is. After, like, the Sansa of Lambs thing, that was, like, the last one that blew up everybody. What was the thing with Sansa Lambs? There's a transgender schizophrenic something oh. buffalo bill and it was a big stink that they're not you know they're not violent stuff even though they address that in the movie but either way nowadays you're not supposed well, to well he's just, not violent because he's no i don't trans or it's just he was violent because he was a serial killer people yeah people just want to do that right we're not saying all people all trans whatever the fuck Biden, are this this guy was this guy happened it's like to be... in the movie the gentleman He's not saying black people are cunts. He's saying you're a cunt and you happen to be black. Yes. <laughs> one thing, they're mutually exclusive. One thing has nothing to do with the other. How would you like if I called him a pikey cunt? I think he'd be very understanding if it comes from a place of, of love. <laughs> we should watch that movie. I now I don't have time to watch that this weekend. But, um... It's a great movie. Yeah. They have a... Guy Pierce... Tomorrow we're going Guy Pierce. to... No. Uh, Guy Ritchie has another movie coming out. And the trailer looks really cool. And it's supposed to be this year, but it hasn't come out yet. What's it called? I forget. I'm going to look it up right now. We'll be home by two. Well, Jaren, I'll be at work. Jaren is close to Prisca. um, And she's obviously in a bikini. He Mm -hmm. notices that she has a bump bump in the side of her abdomen. Operation Fortune. Okay. Look it up. It's got Jason Statham in it. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, basically, she, her tumor is growing. And Hugh best. Grant. Oh, cool. <laughs> and the old the, and the big buff dude, the toddlers. The toddlers. That was the name of the rap group that stole. Box of the bush. Oh. Well, the tumor is growing larger by the minute, and it gets very large, and she passes out. They're scared, but apparently, since they heal faster, the doctor and the nurse is like. Yeah. Well, the doctor is freaking out. He keeps asking if anybody remembers this old movie. (laughs) Because he's having some time. enjoyed that, though. (laughs) I know it's not a Like, he keeps getting distracted, and he keeps talking about this, and they're trying to keep him. They're like, sir, you're going to need to operate on this. He's like, hold on. 
Hold on. We have to take care of this first. Do you know <laughs> yes. that these two people were in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> what was it called? I don't know, but it's a real movie. It said so in the trivia. Yeah. <laughs> so they use alcohol to clean the wound. Charles pulls out his knife again and cuts her open. But as soon as he cuts it open, the wound closes. So this is very upsetting. Charles, <laughs> hold it. Charles starts to move upsetting. his line, lose his mind a little bit. Um, but this time he cuts her, and the others hold the wound open long enough, and they pull out this what? It's like a watermelon I'm now, say, or a cantaloupe. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. <laughs> Cantaloupe-sized tumor, um, and then the wound just seals up, and Prisca wakes up, and she's fine. So Sedan so goes to see the Skinny Dipper's body. Um, they put a towel over it, obviously. And uh, when he lifts it up, it's a skeleton. <laughs> and he says, can we all agree I didn't do this? <laughs> Prisca says, uh, I know a little bit about anthropology, blah, 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 blah. That should take about seven years to do that. So then Sedan says, well, then that means in 20 hours, our bodies will crumble to dust after we die. And nobody will even know that we were here. So that's kind of a downer. And that's kind of when they realize that all that sand is bodies. Yeah. And they keep finding rusty dishes and stuff in it because they are not the first people who have come to this beach. Well, and even like the silverware is aging and stuff like that. And Jiren says, yeah, so this beach accelerates time. And Priska notices that Guy has wrinkles. Is this when they do the math and figure out it's Ow. like, uh, what is it, uh, five years every half hour or something? Something like that. Yeah. Well, Kara and Trenton, or Trent are uh, hanging out alone in the tent. They're They're teenagers. eating again, disgustingly. Oh, yeah. Like, Kara is, like, taking macaroni salad and mushing it into her face. Yeah, it's now, upsetting. it's extra upsetting because now she's 15, whereas she's still acting like a six-year-old would act, which would be less disgusting if a six-year-old was eating like that. But yes. there's something about a 15-year-old eating that way that just it makes it extra gross. And then these two have grown very close and started exploring their new feelings. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. They start, trying, they start playing doctor. How, how would you put it, honey? They do the hibbity-dibbity. Oh, that's right. The hibbity-dibbity. He shows and, her his tallywhacker. And mm. she gets pregnant and has a baby all within, what, 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. But and it dies. <laughs> oh, could you... Sorry. I mean, I'm doing some of this, right? I don't know. Go through it because it's so upsetting. Jaren, you don't want a whole episode where it's just you talking. No, I <laughs> Jaren says the kids are growing fast. That's why they're so hungry all the time. It doesn't bother us. It's the same way. Cause... And then the mom is like, where are the kids? So Dan says... The whole <laughs> like, we should not have left them alone. They're boning. Their whole lives will play out uh, with one day on the beach. Jaren says it must be the rocks doing it. Something about the cells. And magnets. And uh, how we can't... <laughs> he says it's accelerating our, our cells a certain way. That's why we can't go back to the rocks. It's kind of like if you go down on, deep in the water and you try to rise up too fast, you get the bends. Blah, blah, blah. It's just hand-waving. Pseudoscience. Yeah. He said if we walk slowly, we'll make it, but we'll, we'll lose about 20 years of time. And they're all like, you know, well, we're not doing that. Yeah, by the end, they might have should have. <laughs> so like Carly was saying, Trent and Kara come out of the tent. Uh, Kara's super hungry, and yep, she's pregnant. She's. She says that she got a little fat. <laughs> yeah, she says, we were just playing, I just got fat. <laughs> and they're all staring at her in horror because she's pregnant. 
And she's not a little pregnant. She's a lot pregnant. She's probably a little pregnant when they started walking that way. By the time they got there, she was a lot pregnant. Charles walks away from this and just starts staring into the ocean. <laughs> He's and having problems. Guy talks to Trent and explains what happened. Jaren looks at uh, Kara and says, um, if she walked into the emergency room and I looked at her, she'd be five months pregnant, is what I would say. They lay Kara down. And she's like, what is going on? And they're like, you're going to have a baby. And she freaks out. Crystal also freaks out and runs away. Yeah. Way to go, Mom. Yeah, Crystal, where the hell have you been? <laughs> Better question, where the hell are you going? Yeah. Trenton starts freaking out because he doesn't understand any of this that's going on. And their whole and Guy and Priska are holding him back and telling him to calm down and everything's going to be fine. And da 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 And he's like, I, I thought you had to do it ten times. And he's like, no, we didn't have to talk with you. It's our, you know, some you of were it's only our six. fault. <laughs> so uh, Maddox goes to look for Crystal. And she stumbles out of the cave, just as everyone else does. But then we hear a baby crying. Everyone's excited. Um, Patricia wraps the baby up in a bundle and is holding it. They put it down for a second to clean it off. And apparently they left it alone for too long and it dies. Now, I think that it was probably, it probably starved to death. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you, I, I imagine mean, you can't feed it enough. Lack of attention does not kill babies. Well... But I thought they kind of thought that whatever weird situation is happening on this beach, the baby's body couldn't handle yeah. the accelerated time. But like they say, they say he died from lack of attention. But that's not what killed. Like that's an actual <laughs> line in this movie. But I, I don't think you. Can I kind of it. assumed he yeah. starved I, I to death. I don't think they'd have been able to feed that baby. Yeah. If you had a, a constant supply of food going through, it wouldn't be fast enough. Think about within, like within a couple of minutes. That's you know, two or three months. So the baby didn't eat for two or three months. Yeah. And it can't just And the way the kids were eating, they were shoveling food down. So there was no way for that baby to get bone and organs and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it wants to. It's gotta eat. All right. So Trent freaks out and Crystal does as well. Um, Charles is still losing it. Uh, apparently he's got some kind of psychopathy. Crystal walks around reflecting on the mistakes in her life, thinking about another guy that she liked and how she didn't think he offered much to her, but Wasn't good looking she and... thinks about him a lot on the island. Um, when Charles... Well, she's becoming <clears throat> less good looking. Charles goes... Well, and her life is and, falling apart, and, and yes. you kind of realize, this guy that I married, I only married him for his money, probably, and... And he only married me because I was hot. And, and now <laughs> I'm not hot, and he's crazy, and I'm trapped with him on this island. And probably going to have to take care of violent. him for the rest of his life, even if he got off this island. So and Charles, she's very concerned about her calcium. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she is. There's a reason. Uh, Charles goes berserk and stabs Sedan to death, which, with his healing ability, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it took way longer than it should have. Mm-hmm. And also was upsetting. Guy and Jiren uh, console Charles a little bit just to get his knife from him, but mentally he's kind of broken now. Um, Jiren's, Jiren says, fuck it. He's an ex-swim team member. He knows he can make it. He kisses Patricia. He says, I'm going to swim around the rocks and get to the other side and we'll be fine. And he dives in. Guy and Trent wonder if maybe they can't climb up the rocks. It's not that far. Yeah. Does the blackout happen if you go up? Or is it just through the caves? They don't know. Uh, Charles is over by a rock talking to himself again. And he's kind of playing out this weird conversation with his mother. 
about his mom knew that it had some kind of psychotic problem, mm-hmm. and, but she's like, hide it, don't let anybody know, because it'll take away your practice, and blah, blah, blah. So you get a little insight to that. Um, Which, that's great advice. <laughs> <laughs> so the, what, head of neurosurgery? That dude is Dr. Strange, <laughs> and they're like, hide it. No, Dr. Strange is a wizard. Well, guy puts it all together. He's like, well, hold on a second. They're holding our passports in safes at the hotel, resort or whatever. Um, and they know that each of us is sick. They could totally just make us disappear, and there's nothing to do and about it. he asks his wife, like, how did you even hear about this place? And she's like, they sent me an ad or something like that. Like, they contacted them, not the other, like... Like, she got, like, spam email or something from them. So, like, they were looking for yeah. these people. Targeted advertising yes. and stuff. Yeah. Now, Charles is way down on the other end of the beach, but he just keeps glaring at them all from over there. Um, Maddox uh, confronts Prisca about her about the divorce, and she ex- basically confronts her saying that, did you cheat on him? And she's like, yes, she thought she had a tumor. She had a tumor, and she thought she was going to die, so she went a little wild and went and had sex with some guy and and something like that but uh basically that's all there was to that um maddox has a breakdown or whatever runs and she goes to swim in the water she can't handle it she's i mean which it's got to be way harder on the kids than it is on the uh, yeah. grown-ups because I mean, they can't a lot of changes yeah <laughs> they, can't, they can't see the like the grown-ups you can't really see the differences and it doesn't they don't feel the time the same way the kids do. But um, while she's partway into her swimming... I thought she was going to kill herself. <laughs> yeah. Jaren, I really did. Jaren's dead body washes up into her. So that she screams, and all the survivors run over and grab Jaren and pull him onto the beach, and Patricia sobs over him. Kara runs off with Trent. Um, they're holding their dead son's body and explains how they... You know, never had to go to. They never got to go to prom. They never got a graduation. They don't get anything out of this. This is bullshit. And Trent goes to bury the baby, but you see that when he's kind of put in the blanket, it's all dust. Like the baby's gone. Um, let's see. Oh, Kara says, <clears throat> "Fuck it," and she just starts to climb. Yeah, she's like, "I'm getting out of here." Um, she says, "If we don't, my father's going to kill us all." So. And everyone kind of gathers around her underneath, and they're like, look, stop. You don't know what's going to happen. And she does make it pretty high up. And then even guys like, well, if she can get up to that ledge and lay down, she, she might make it. But she stops, and apparently she passes out, and she falls right back down. And that's the end of that. And obviously Trent is devastated. He's having a bad day. This is the love of his life. Yeah. yeah. Both hours. Um... Patricia has some, I don't know what those things are called. What are those, the macaroni noodles or something? Oh, yeah. pool noodles. Pool noodles, that's it. <laughs> she has some giant pool noodle things that she's kind of roped together, and she's thinking she's going to make some kind of floaty device or something. And she's like, and I Look. thought, that's not a bad idea. She's like, I'm going to use this. this Work for Tom Hanks. And, uh, you know, she said she got into a big fight with her sister, and now it just seems stupid, and she wants to fix it all up. But she falls into a grandma seizure, and this one, she dies. Um, guy goes and looks over to Charles, and maybe he can help her, but Charles is not, he is not home he's anymore. not looking like uh, somebody you want to ask for help. Uh, but then while he's doing that, his vision goes blurry, and now he can no longer see clearly. 
Crystal's wandering around. She's looking for Kara. She's hunched over and has her, uh, whatever, camisole or whatever pulled over. Um, she's kind of lost her mind on this There's, point. They show, they show her face, and it's very strange because it looks like... I mean, obviously, she's got this calcium deficiency that's impacting her bones and the way she walks. And, like, she at one point had told Kara to sit up straight because you don't want to get a hunch. And now she's getting a hunch. But, like, she was clearly wearing makeup, and her makeup has smeared down her face, and it makes her look very cadaverous and creepy. It almost looks like it's melting. Yes, like her face is melting. <laughs> like, as if there, she's rejecting plastic surgery or something like yeah. that. Her body's rejecting life. It's very weird. Like hardcore. It's starting to get dark out. Guy and Trent begin to argue. Trent's like, look, I'm a lot younger, and I can swim too. Maybe I can make it. And Guy's like, no, dude, <laughs> we're not doing this again. And Prisca notices that the hearing on her left side is completely faded. She's gone deaf in one ear. My Aunt Sandy's like that deaf in one ear. Mm. You got to talk to her. Sometimes you're talking to her, and she's like, no, no, use my good ear. Well, Crystal finds a mirrored box and looks at herself, and she is horrified. She says she needs her calcium. Um, yeah, she does. Guy says to Prisca, look, uh, he knows she found another lover. Um, he says she he saw was, the text messages. saw the text messages, and he read them, and you deserve, she deserves someone better than that clown. She's like, it would have been okay if you found something good, but this dude's an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Prisca says, no, no, you know, but he said he wanted to say something, but he's a coward. And Prisca's like, no, 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 it's all her fault. The guy says, look, I just want to be with you. Trent and Maddox dig through the trash of the former island guests as, as uh, Sedan's friend's necklace gets washed away. The body is completely gone now. Maddox finds a writer's notepad that he's been jotting down different ideas for stories and keeping track of, also keeping track of what's been happening and who's on the beach with them. This must be a really old paper, then. Hmm. Well, it could have been that old, or it would have been... Exactly. (laughs) Maybe it only... No, does it only work on living things? Well, the the metal metal in all the dishware rusts. So it's all time. So maybe it was one of those really fancy journals with the really thick, like, vellum. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. But he reads the journal, and it, and there's a list of names and addresses because whoever it was asked who all the people were. It also tries to explain the aging thing again. We go through this, you know, him this trying to guess what's going on and, with magnets and you know, this gravitational pull or whatever. Um, Maddox says, look, if we make a metal tube, then we can use it like a Faraday cage, and then we can just leave because of this and that. And... and Maddox is and so like, well, where are we going to get a, make the fucking metal cage out of? And Trent says, ah, well, there's a list of everyone, their addresses, what country they're from. It's all in this book. And people have wrote, wrote down what who was here with them. That's, you know, we could use this if we ever get out of here. Trent sees that somebody's up on the ledge and recording them. You can see that now. Late into the night, Charles gets his knife back from Prisca's purse and goes nuts attacking Guy. Charles says, Yeah, no they're one can... just sitting there in front of the fire, having a good night, and he comes out of nowhere. Yeah, starts to slashing him. Charles says, No one can know about him. He'll lose his license. 
but when he cuts Guy, he, Guy's holding his hand up doing the defensive thing, and he's slashing his arm, and it just slashes and heals and slashes and heals. And Guy is like, I can't see him. Tell me where he is. Tell me where he is. But Prisa is deaf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she doesn't even know what's happening at first. So then Prisca does see it, and she grabs Trent and Maddox and makes them go hide. Uh, and they run into the cave. In the cave, Crystal's in there. She's gone completely nuts, and her body's all malformed because of her lack of calcium. And uh, she comes, <clears throat> she comes after them, but her, but she slips, and her bone this, arm breaks. And this was terrifying. Yeah, her, her other arm, arm breaks, breaks, and then immediately heals in the wrong direction. She's basically direction. like Mr. Glass from yeah. the other, yeah. but except that it heals instantly. So she basically becomes this flesh monster. But after a while, she dies. So. Guy is still being attacked by Charles. Prisca runs up and slashes him with a knife. And Charles is like, okay. And then he goes to attack her again, but she goes, no, this is a rusted knife. And then immediately his whole body starts to disintegrate because it's tetanus. And... She says, I'm sorry, but this is my family. Yeah. Sorry, sorry you were on yeah. the beach. And he turns into like a putrid zombie Yeah. and then dies. Trent and Maddox return. Later that night, Guy and Maddox comfort their elderly parents. Trent hugs, <clears throat> Trent hugs his father Maddox, and s- Trent hugs his father and Maddox. I keep wanting Maddox to be the boy. <laughs> Maddox sings to her, her mother. Guy says, "What were we fighting about?" And he's like, "Ah, whatever it was, it doesn't matter." He says, "Why would I want to leave this beach? It's so beautiful." He tells um, Priska that he loves her, and then he dies. Priska sobs over Guy, and then starts to walk towards the water, and she also passes away. And now Trent and Maddox are crying and hugging each other, dealing with the death of their parents. So everybody else is dead. In the morning, Trent and Maddox wake up. <clears throat> they're basically like their mid to late 40s yeah, now. Yeah, they're like 40. Maddox says they have probably around 13 hours left. Trent caresses her face, and uh, she says, well, that was like three days you just spent correct caressing my face. <laughs> and they laugh about that. Trent says, we should still try to escape, right? And Maddox, Maddox is like, says, yeah, but yeah. first let's fill the sandcastle. <laughs> they laugh and go do that. Maddox wonders if they're enjoying this because they're ki- they were kids yesterday. He doesn't quite get, like, what's our situation with our minds at this point, but whatever. Trent says he misses Idlib, Id- Idlib or whatever, mm-hmm. and that he forgot to decode Christina. it. He forgot to decode his last message from yesterday. They thought they were like spies. And Maddox says, well, what was the message? He says, well, I don't know. I didn't do it. She goes, well, go do it, because what the fuck? Yeah, might as well. So he goes and pulls it out, and he um, decodes it, and then he stares at it, and she's like, well, what does it say? And it says, my uncle doesn't like the coral. Which, this is a wild, wild leap of logic. Yeah. <laughs> that because his uncle doesn't like the coral, that's how we can escape. This is some also uh, what did you notice the coral before now? No, no, I did not. We looked out at the water quite a few times, and I never saw that was a big. I mean, maybe it was just because it was low tide. Like I feel like at some point when they were talking about swimming, they should be like, "We'll have to go that way because the coral is there and it's in the way." Like there should have we should have known. Yeah, they should have mentioned it. There was coral. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and then you're right. It is a... It's a why. I mean, it's ludicrous that they would be able to figure out that something in the rocks is what's making them age. Like, that, even that leap of logic is crazy. It's a bit much. But the fact that they have figured out that the super secret way out is the coral. 
and that they had to swim through the coral. Not that they couldn't just, maybe it's just swim over the coral. Like, <laughs> Where are those well, you know, what you do, you know what you do is you just make one of them a geologist. And he goes, I don't know what the fuck these rocks are. And I'm like, so? I'm a geologist. <laughs> well, you know, or something like that. Yeah. So at least you can make and some kind of leap as opposed to, if I just saw, unless it's glowing blue or something. Some like, kind of scientist. Yeah. Because you could see like strata She's in the rock. She's an anthropologist. Or, yeah, or something. something. She doesn't they shit. need the movie to happen. I know, but, I know, but they could have made it. And geologist rocks. Uh, that's what I hear. So either way. I knew this guy Ross. Yeah, that's... No, wait, that's something else. <laughs> this is a paleontologist, and he was not your friend. So Trent he says monkey, that maybe the coral has some kind of mineral in it that protects people from the rocks, because why not? <laughs> Maddox says, well, that's silly. So Trent's like, well, Idlib must have heard, overheard something. He shouldn't have his uncle talking to somebody or something. And they say, fuck it. And then well, Trent... Well, try it. Trent grabs the writer's book in a in the baggie and they swim for it. But Maddox would not have worn the bathing suit cover yes. up when oh she went Oh my to god. Just take that shit off. Look, okay. Oh, no, that no, so they're swimming, swimming through the that. she gets caught. Her bathing suit cover up gets yeah. caught on the coral. There's a At no time the do they just take the bathing suit cover up off. <laughs> yeah. They're they, just trying to they unhook fight it. for their lives to get it free. Yeah, and then the, this whole this whole scene, I'm going to It's false tension. Skip that little part right now. There's this whole scene is really fucking weird. Well, actually, now I'll come back to that. Okay. Anyway, they, they go the, in the in the coral. There's a cave. They swim through the cave. There's like a like, coral tunnel. Like Elaine said, they, she gets stuck because of her what? It's a bathing suit cover up. Bathing suit cover up gets stuck in the coral, and they can't fight. And it's like a it's like a scene where where it's looking like is they're gonna is drown. They're Trent, not gonna make it. Trent gonna have to leave his sister to drown, and he's gonna make it or what? And it's, it's and then they cut away, and you're like, okay. And we cut to M Night Shalomalama. He's watching. Ding dong. He's watching with a camera. He's recording everything from the hill. He radios to base that the last ones are gone and that they have all the video, and he's heading back to base. The last members of trial thirty of trial seventy three have drowned. So you, this is where you're like seventy three. And wow. they say they murdered a lot of people. Are you sure? Because we don't want that thing to happen again. He's yeah. like, I've been watching for a minute and a half. I'm coming back. And no. here's the thing. So at one point, while they were sitting on the beach. Before the parents die, but after the attack by, what's his name? Charles. Charles. I said to John, I said, I better know what the deal with, they better tell us the yeah. deal with this resort. Yeah. Because if this is just the end of the movie. Yeah, that would be shitty. I would be really upset. Yeah. <laughs> because this whole time, I'm very upset. I am upset every time Charles attacks them. I'm upset with all the dead bodies. I'm upset with how creepy it is. It's very, this is a very uncomfortable movie. It's slow and quiet, but it's uncomfortable. And you know what Elaine hates most in movies? Feeling <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, thanks for that, Tony. I was really... Not going to like my next pick. Really so, not enjoying it. Some explorers are, as we walk through this, he goes into a, la a huge laboratory. Mm -hmm. As we go through the laboratory, we're fed these quick shots of basically exposition some explorers found this island and found out its effects on the lives now a pharmaceutical company has sprung up in nearby that uses it to fast forward tests drug testing but instead of doing years and decade-long studies this can all happen in one day and we see they're putting drugs into people's cocktails one of the girls is doing that and then the man uh, the main supervisor from earlier says there's we need a moment of silence for the members of trial 73 because they've all passed away but because of the beach, we have we have uh, cured hundreds of thousands. We've saved hundreds of thousands of lives, and soon it will be millions. Patricia Cornwell, 
had a debilitating seizures every day, but because of the medicine we gave her, she went 30 years without one episode. And then she died. But but still, <laughs> nothing. That, that is a big breakthrough <laughs> yeah. in science. So now they will fast track it and basically cure that epileptic problem that she had. Everyone claps. Supervisor reiterates, now nature has made this beach for a reason, and that's what we're doing this for. The techs, the techs continue working, and one says, well, we need to separate the possible violent mental patients from the people with diseases because we lost all the information on uh, Sedan because yeah. Charles killed the shit out of him. And he says, that's cool. Just make an email, send that up the chain. We'll yeah, see he said, happens. I'd like to know again that we need to separate the mental from yeah. the physical. Um, Trent and Maddox make it back. They find a police officer. There was a part where they find a police officer the day So, uh, Trent... He's he asks people what they who they are and what they do, yeah. and it's something he doesn't forget. And it has to do with the way his he's on the spectrum, the way his brain works. He remembers that kind of thing, and they touch on it. So then he goes and he finds the guy, and he says, "Your name is so and so, and you're a cop, right?" And the guy goes, "Yeah, how did you know?" And then they tell the like, he, I got a hell of a story, <laughs> and he gives him the note. Like yesterday, I was six years old. Look yeah. up these people. Yeah. <laughs> the cops like whatever, but. I mean, it's a book of missing people names and addresses and where they're from. So he checks it out, checks it out, and it's right. So he calls in everybody and they're, they're and all brother. missing. And now a new group pulls up in a van, and uh, they're getting ready to be given the cocktails. And Trent walks and smashes it all out of her hands and yells that everyone tells everybody what's happening. Security is called, but the police are already on their way. Helicopters, police vehicles, all stuff is pulling in this place. Trent gives Idlib the coded message back, and they smile. The movie cuts back to the thing. Now, this is the weird part, upon the weird parts. Mm-hmm. Is she's, they show the cave part again. She's stuck on the coral, and she's pulling it, and Trent is pulling it too, and it, and it won't come out. And then the cave splits. I don't know if you still, if you remember that, but if for whatever reason you watch this again, I the cave, the, there's some kind of weird thing happens, and the whole cave cracks in half, and it frees her. Like, I thought the coral. The I thought the they just broke the piece of coral off. No, the whole there's a whole there's a whole weird. crack that forms like it's some well, kind of weird. Well, but if they split the cave, then they should have passed out and died. Right. Because then they broke the protection of the Faraday cave. Exactly. I'm just saying it was really weird. If you if you ever watch it or just want to watch that one, I scene, did think it was interesting like crack, that they because it shows them swim some more and how they were able to get air out of the air holes. Yeah. Which again. I feel like we should have seen the coral ahead of time because yeah. if it's so low that it peaks up out of the water. Yeah, definitely should have mentioned it earlier. That's yeah. uh, bad. That's a no-no. But anyway. It's just lazy writing. It's true. Movie cuts back. We see Trent and Maddie, or Maddox, uh, escape the reef, whatever. I said, I, this feels unnecessary. We mm-hmm. know they got out. Helicopters pick them up, and they fly them back to where they're taking They're taking them to their aunt. Yeah. Yeah. Which is going to be weird. Now you're, what, 50? Yeah. 40. He's like, how, you know. They well, ask, he says 50. In, some, in, one of them goes, what in, are you going to do after this? And he's like, I don't know. How do you explain your aunt? Your 40-year-old aunt that you're his 50-year-old nephew that mm-hmm. was six yesterday. Yeah. And that's it. you maybe have a first-grade education, and your sister has a maybe fourth-grade education. <laughs> you're pretty much ruined. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, you're you suing do? this resort, <laughs> yeah, true. which okay. is run by a very ex- rich pharmaceutical co- company, so they're paying for you for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah. They're probably going to have, have you. you. No, they're probably going to well, have you killed. Hopefully there's That helicopter left. is about <laughs> to... As soon as the movie so, ends, that helicopter explodes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pharmaceutical company is going to have them killed. <laughs> And they're not living, the they're not getting back to the mainland. Hand. They were on some sort of island. They're all dead. 
And those police are, the, the police that showed up to the island, like they're in the helicopter with the cop. That helicopter 100% explodes. <laughs> or the driver turns and around. And the goes, police. You're the police and the guys that survive the thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're good to go. We're turning back to the... There's no <laughs> way... They take all those cops and go, that's where the beach is. They're down there. Go see for yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the cops that show up to the island, they are got to be fake cops that are on the island's payroll because that cop is on vacation. <laughs> it's not like he called his yeah. department. Elaine's he called local old PD. Oh, even older. Oh, yeah, she is. Elaine has thoughts. Old hard. <laughs> <laughs> old hard. Old hard. Elaine has some thoughts about... Old hard with the vengeance. Well, then go ahead, Elaine. Well, okay. So, first of all, I'll tell you that... I was very glad that... You wanted was, to have a podcast with her. Mm-hmm. Nothing? I love you. I was very glad it was a pharmaceutical company. Because that at least made sense. Mm-hmm. And then I was mad at this movie because I didn't like it the whole time. But then I realized once it was a pharma, pharmaceutical company that I would watch this movie again if they just made it slightly more sinister from the from the perspective of the pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I might watch a, a more scary, sinister version of this if we got to see the pharmaceutical company documenting this stuff. <laughs> I Which agree. made me I mad agree. because I don't want to watch this movie again. <laughs> I agree part of that because, again, and, I, and this is one of the Shyamalama problems, is they, they, there's, always, there's always this thing that it's this big secret. Like, we know what's going on. Like, this isn't a secret. This isn't... The village, or Unbreakable, or other, or or the Sixth Sense. Sense. Like we know what's going on through the whole movie. It, the and pharmaceutical thing aging. is at the very yeah. end. We're like, I mean, it wasn't shocking. But, there, but there's a much cooler movie here. Yeah, from the other side. From the other side, and it's a scarier movie, probably. And but I would watch that movie. Um, my favorite character is mid-sized sedan <laughs> because he's the only person who doesn't lose his shit. <laughs> Let, they all freak out at various points, but Midsize Zan is just a really cool, chill dude. Yeah. And he's just sitting back like, uh, all right, my least weird f- shit's happening. <laughs> my least favorite character is Charles, the murdering doctor. But Charles is in charge. Oh. I don't need that in my life. Um, my favorite scene is the end when they make it back to the hotel. Because I think that's kind of cool. Like, haha, we foiled all your plans, even though I'm 100% sure that helicopter exploded. <laughs> My favorite tertiary object is the notebook that they find with all the convoluted plots and the addresses in it. The exposition book. I don't really have a favorite line, but the before Kara started climbing, she said something about, um, my life is over anyways. And... That, I mean, that's the closest I get to a phrase. I didn't get to write it down, so I can't remember exactly what it was. I'm going to give this movie a maybe. Okay. She just made that decision right now. I did. Just a second. I just... It's interesting. I don't ever want to watch it again. <laughs> but it's interesting enough that if you don't get... Uncom- I'm like, I don't think it's scary. It's uncomfortable. Then if being uncomfortable doesn't bother you, then you probably really like this movie. And some people like to watch movies that make them uncomfortable. Not Elaine. Not Elaine. But <laughs> I think that there's, that this wasn't a bad movie. And it was interesting. Just don't want to. Never see it again. I don't want to watch that again. John? Oh, hey, my turn. My favorite character is Idim. <laughs> uh. He did save every one of us. Because, yeah, he's, he's like Flash. My uh, least favorite character. He's not American, American though. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, he's South America. There, I don't know where this takes place, but all these people had different accents. 
Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them. They're very inclusive. My least favorite character is, oh, what is her name? Is it Crystal? The, the, the trophy wife? Yeah. Uh-huh. Crystal? She's your favorite character? Least favorite. Least, oh, least favorite. No, okay. Idib is his favorite. Idib oh, is okay. my favorite. Like, Come on, man. Get with sorry, it. Sorry, sorry. Idea man. Um, my favorite scene is when Kara is climbing the rock wall because that's the only time you're like, ooh, this is going to get good. She's going to make it. <laughs> and then she doesn't like, oh, okay. I did think she had a chance of making it. Right. I thought <laughs> she was going to make it. You think you Yeah. Because she you gets think pretty if she'd close. made it to the yeah. top, um, M. Night Shalomalama Ding Dong would have shot sniped her. Sniped her? Yeah, that would have been, right been, been cool. Mountain. My favorite line is also from Kara. Um, we're never getting off this beach. I'm never having a prom. We're never having a graduation. graduation. That's just not fair. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it <sucks. laughs> kind of does suck. And my favorite tertiary object is M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. And I will nay this because... Nay it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you said nay bay. Nay bay? <laughs> because I didn't really enjoy it. Didn't like it at all? I didn't enjoy it. That's cool. And his movies just haven't been good since the early 2000s. He needs to just stop with just trying to do the same thing. Like, that's his, his the problem deal. Is, is... And he's trying to do it over and over again, and it's just not working. Well, you, another problem is, is you're looking for it. Yeah. Like... Once you've done it four times, people are like, okay, what's the twist? You're just watching for yeah, the twist. Yeah, you're just waiting for the twist. You can't really it's get, just never that cool. He needs cool. to do, um, was it a, a su- pseudonym or something so that people yeah. don't know it's his. Like Richard Bachman? Yeah. He could be. Maybe he should just do a straight romantic comedy. Yeah, just do something throw else. Really it's, throw it's just off. not working. So, Kali? All right, my favorite character, also mid-sized sedan. Mm. He was cool. Mm. I like him cool. a lot. He handled it better than everyone else. Well, he had more time. <laughs> he, did, he did deal with it more. Miley's, and he, it might have taken him a little bit longer to figure out what was going on. How old was he? Because he did not, um, well, he didn't eat. He well, didn't they, eat as much as they the rest covered of them. that. He says first time they wish they were black. I know, yeah. but he was there longer than them, so he should have been old by the time they got there. Much older by the time they got there. Well, black don't cry. Maybe he was a younger, younger rapper. He was like a teenage rapper. He's like 15 and then he's like 25 or something when they I get there. I don't know. I feel like Maddox would have said that or not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That. That's right. She it's interesting. Well, there's that it's, too. Yeah, shit. Yeah. It's just <laughs> interesting. That's what's called a plot hole. My least favorite character, also Crystal. My favorite scene was when the family was sitting on the beach together as night fell. And uh, my favorite line is from that scene when Guy says we were fighting about something... He's like, whatever it was, I'm not mad anymore. I can't even remember. Why did we want to leave this beach? It's so beautiful. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think that's kind of how people feel when they get older. <laughs> My favorite tertiary object was Idlib. He was great. He's, oh, he's the best character. He, he kind of reminded me the way he talked. His <laughs> mouth reminded me of my nephew's mouth, so I just kept seeing Timmy. <laughs> was that a yay and nay or maybe? I will also maybe. I thought it was interesting. I do agree it could be better. And uh, Wouldn't it be interesting to see the movie from the I was wrong. I saw another one of M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong's movies. What's that? I've seen The Last Airbender. Oh, I know. oh yeah. We saw that with the kids. does not have a twist. That's him trying to do something else, and it was bad. But I think I think this. I mean, the movie was all right, but it, I'm. I thought they'd make more of those. Fans of that movie really. I think they spent too much money that, on it, and they never can recoup that. Um, <laughs> what is it called? IP really hate that movie. All right, Tony, fine. what do you think? My favorite character was Guy. Gael. Gael. No, Guy. Guy is the actor. My least favorite character was Charles. Yeah, I didn't like Patricia either. Okay. My least, my uh, favorite line was. Do you guys still think I did this? When <laughs> she's like, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, my favorite scene was when Guy and Priska die together. Like to have a little moment, like you said. And my favorite tertiary object was their suite at the resort because that was nice. It was a nice one. <laughs> I don't know about completely windows all the way around that you can see through, but it was really nice. It seemed really nice. And I'll get it. It yeah, seemed like one it. of those huts more or like mm. those private, I can't remember what they're called, but if you go to like Bali, you have stuff, a song? You can get your own private little. Uh, or I'll get one. Right, but I did think as a person who's worked in a resort with air quotes mm-hmm. hotel before the idea that you roll up to this hotel and the like 10 staff members are out there greeting you <laughs> yeah, that seems is never i mean it's maybe if sus. you're staying in the most expensive suite in this hotel and spending more money than everybody else there put together maybe <laughs> but those people are busy hotels are notoriously understaffed <laughs> But this is a different type of place. Anyways, it should have been suspect from jump. Why are all these people just standing here? Why do they have specialty drinks from made for us? We need to get out of here. This I mean, is clearly a suspect. We had like movie. the drink machine in the lobby that had fresh lemonade and whatever, like they had yeah. for the kids. But yeah, nobody's greeting you with a cocktail. That doesn't happen. <laughs> Unless that's just the way the other half lives. I've never experienced it. But, anyways, please find us. The old man dies on facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast or you can email on podcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you leave us a message we're sorry Audra and Ben that this episode is very late but we, we're getting back on track we promise for a taste of your whiskey next time on the podcast is Carly's pick my Halloween pick this year is 1990s Ghost. Ooh. And how does this qualify exactly? Uh, 52 Metacritic score. Wow. <laughs> this was like a huge movie. Oh, yeah. Everybody loved this movie. Maybe you want to listen to The Righteous Brothers. <laughs> and bust out my pottery wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no that pottery scene control. is supposed to be very Could sensual. Could we talk about ghosts during the ghost episode? <laughs> <laughs> you say it. Say it.